0: Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt
1: Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What
0: is the Gone Boss Podcast?
1: Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss.
0: This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy, Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com.
1: If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show.
0: Who do we have on the show today? Today,
1: we have Denise King from the United Way of Delaware, Henry, and Randolph Counties.
0: We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up?
1: They have a special virtual program.
0: All right, and... Is it with President Jeffrey Mearns of Ball State University? It
1: is. Why, how did you know, husband?
0: I'm I'm looking right at it. You're
1: looking right at the printout, but it's going to be awesome. Yes, he's fabulous and amazing.
0: And it's going to happen Thursday, April 1st from 2 until 3 p.m. Where are they going to learn?
1: They are going to learn how and why leadership skills are crucial to success. They will explore how leadership skills empower you to work more effectively with others. You'll learn how to boost your own leadership self-confidence. And you'll apply lessons shared to your own leadership goals.
0: And we're going to learn all this in one session.
1: One session, one hour, no joke, Thursday, April 1st, 2 to 3 p.m. Today in the studio we have Denise King of the United Way of Delaware, Henry, and Randolph Counties. Welcome. Hi. Good morning. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. That 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 name is a title. Or right. That title is <laughs> mouthful.
0: the name of the organization has changed to that very long.
1: I know <laughs> it has. We
2: we've uh, we've expanded our service area, and uh, then I tack on director of resource development, and then all those three counties. It's a long title.
0: So tell us what you do at the United Way. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, I am a fundraiser and um, friend raiser, I guess you could say, uh, as as my boss likes to say anyway. I am responsible for raising dollars um, at United Way and... Uh, recruiting volunteers that's our annual campaign and then kind of year-round fundraising uh, for all three counties now
0: so you raise about two million dollars per year right well
2: about (laughs) about uh, last year it was 1.5 okay Uh, and this year it's a little different um i can't really reveal that yet because our campaign celebration is coming up but even in this challenging year people have been just incredibly giving so we'll be excited to share what the results for 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 2020 I should say not this year we're a little celebrating a little late due to well, you know the obvious circumstances <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> yeah. everything's like two months behind at least so oh, well
1: absolutely
0: yeah. I'm about a year behind so <laughs>
1: <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: So how long have you been at the United Way?
2: So this will be my fifth year in August. Okay. August 8th, exactly. I remember my my first day on the job. As I understand it, in resource development and fundraising, that makes you a veteran. Oh, okay. I would yeah. consider myself a veteran, but uh, yeah. All
1: right. Yeah, so you know okay. what you're doing then. Yeah, you've got all the answers. Yeah,
2: Absolutely, absolutely. right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> Nothing to learn, no. <laughs> oh, I have plenty to learn.
0: Now, you're pretty active outside of the United Way with all kinds of organizations. Tell me about some of these organizations you're affiliated
2: with. Oh, well, hey, thank you for asking that. Um, I am very involved in my neighborhood association. So I live just five blocks west, <laughs> to think. West yeah, of
1: directions, where, where we are <laughs> where right where now. Are we,
2: west, yeah. of, west of where we are right now. In fact, if I lean out on my porch and look down the way, I can see this building. Oh, okay. Um, so we're very downtown.
0: The old West End. Yeah,
2: old West End, and I'm very involved in my neighborhood association. There, just trying to, you know, improve the quality of life for folks. And I'm also on the board of the Old West End Neighborhood um, Economic Redevelopment Corporation. Okay. Talk about long
0: <laughs> titles. <laughs> words, oh, yeah. Yeah. Long
1: words, yeah.
2: Words, <laughs> yeah. Owner for short. So um, that organization was around for many years, but um, it kind of kind of gotten defunct and so some folks from our neighborhood are trying to revitalize that as well so I'm I'm involved in that those are those are the main things I'm involved in outside of work I
1: bet that takes up a lot of your time
2: (laughs) um yeah yeah it's this year has been kind of a break you know we haven't been able to do some of the fun events and and things and um, so we're ready to roll up our sleeves again, for sure.
0: Now, you've done uh, quite a few projects in the area, like pocket parks and different things like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a pocket park on West Charles Street. Um, it was where two houses had come down due to fire and other things. And so uh, we realized we didn't we didn't really have a park. We have a lot of kids in our neighborhood. Um, it's, it is a pocket park. It's just like a teeter-totter <laughs> and a swing set. But um, we worked really hard to get that put in there and worked with the city and I'll tell you one of the best days ever is when I drove by after that swing set was put in and I saw kids playing there Uh, just warmed my heart and then we put uh what we call community circle it's a park on cherry and west main and that's got a beautiful piece of sculpture that one of our former neighbors donated brenda Whitaker. she is a sculptor and then we built a pergola around that which we're trying to kind of get things to grow up on that it takes a while yeah that's a process Um, and then uh that park is designed with native plants and our idea was that we could share those plants neighbors so when when they get kind of out of control then we can divide those up and people can use those for their yards and beautification so
1: that's really cool now i think you also do some coordination maybe not this past year but with the um cemetery walk Oh yeah, yeah. That's like my
2: favorite thing ever. (laughs) Thank you for asking. Well,
1: Amy's like, make sure you ask her about that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, Amy's been involved in that for several years too. So yeah, uh, it's the Historic Beach Grove Cemetery Tour. Our Neighborhood Association has a, a committee for that, which I'm the chair of. And we take folks through this historic landmark. A lot of people don't realize that Beach Grove Cemetery is on the National Register of Historic Places. And within the, that fence fencing is, I believe, over 40,000 um, people are interred there. And so you can imagine all the local history because that cemetery has been there since the 1840s originally. Oh, okay. Well, the Ball but, family's
0: buried there too. Oh right?
2: yeah, there's that mausoleum row where yeah. where everyone wanted to <laughs> to, <laughs> to kind of show their 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 wealth with um mm-hmm. you know that, their final show of wealth I suppose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, there's stories all over that cemetery. And what we do is we set up uh, tours like they're every 20 minutes. We have um, local folks who are really um, knowledgeable in local history. And then we we do a lot of research for the tour. We have reenactors at certain spots who fill in those rows. And Amy, mm-hmm. laughing well, uh, has done that several times. And it just kind of brings history to life. Uh, I always like to say we do it very respectfully. It's not... Uh, spooky or halloween um so you know kind of waylay those concerns for folks but um we always get a great response and turnout um we couldn't do it in 2020 and it broke my heart so um i'm hoping this fall we'll be able to be back out there second saturday in october
0: (laughs) you're married to brad right
2: i am married to brad i hear uh, are you brad's wife are you (laughs) Forrest's mom that's those are my usual
0: (laughs) oh we we don't want to talk too much about him, but tell no, us about the, your husband. He's uh, he's, he's pretty big your, around Muncie. Yeah.
2: And your family, your kids, all that good oh, stuff. Oh, he's going to hear this. Give him a big head.
0: <laughs> he's no. the most dapper guy he in is, Muncie. He
1: is very
2: dapper. He is very, very much known for his suits and his hats. Yes. yes. Um, and he's taken up wearing ascots now, so oh. he's upped his game a little this oh, year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um uh, but yeah Brad um he's he's my husband, my best friend. Um, we we've known each other for 25 years. So like 12 of that we've been married. So if you do the math. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're starting to get to a balance point where <laughs> um but yeah Brad is um he's just a phenomenal person and I'm biased, but um, he works for the city of Muncie in the Office of Community Development, and he's a city planner. And then he is also the Historic Preservation Officer here for the city of Muncie. So, yes,
0: and that's where, yeah. where we hear a lot of interaction with him there is yeah. that historic preservation
2: Okay. Yeah, he, he's very passionate about it. In fact, that's that's what really brought us to living in the Old West End for trying to preserve our house, too. Uh, but yeah, that's a real passion for us, history and, and preserving that. And Muncie has so much history oh, yeah. um, and, and great buildings and great stories that go along with them. So, What's
0: one of your favorite uh, Muncie stories?
2: Yeah, I will say my favorite character from Muncie history is um, Harriet Bell Mitchell Anthony. Okay. Also known as Diamond Hills Hattie. Okay. So we, we have we have her on the Beach Grove tour quite often. She's she's interred there as well. But and she spent a lot of time here at the Roberts. Oh really? Oh, I just connected that in my head. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Harriet was fascinating to me. She grew up kind of being Muncie royalty. Her father was Charles Mitchell. So the Mitchell block building was mm-hmm. his. He was really big into Real estate, or I think it was either her father or her father-in-law that was in real estate, and I think that it might have been her grandfather or her in-laws, but um, first doctor in Muncie. Okay, so so they they had a lot of influence um, and affluence, and so Harriet loved clothes and traveling. So she spent her life most of the time. Um, she never really lived much in a home here in Muncie. She would live here at the Hotel Roberts. Oh, okay. She liked the ho- pampered hotel life.
1: Well, who doesn't, right? Right, right. <laughs> um,
2: but but what Harriet's really known for and why she's called Diamond Hills Hattie, I thought was really fun. Um, she and her husband, Charles, had the opportunity to go to the White House uh, when Teddy Roosevelt was president. And um, she really wanted to put on a show. And so she wore all these jewels beautifully beautiful gown and she wore shoes that had diamonds encrusted in them Oh, Oh, nice! and um it said that she really showed up alice roosevelt (laughs) which was something in that day um and then the papers just like ran with that and then people she was kind of like i don't want to say paris hilton every day because that's kind of dating me and (laughs) 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 but i think of you know kind of that that
0: person. She was a Kardashian of like Muncie. A, yeah, yes. a okay. dilettante,
2: if okay. you will, that just kind of lived that life. And so, um, folks were obsessed with Harriet's clothes, what she was wearing, and she'd always say she would get her clothes in Muncie, in Indianapolis, and custom made. Mm. But um, so it was kind of cool that she, uh, you know, preferred her, her. She she could go anywhere and buy anything in the world, but she she still got her clothes made here. I have. An original photograph i found of her on ebay oddly enough in my house i just i just kind of like harriet and how fun and carefree she was so that's
0: <laughs> really cool i like that well, we learned a little bit about your husband. How about your kids?
2: Right. Well, I have one son. Okay. I should say we have one son, uh, Forrest. He is nine going on 80. Um, <laughs> he's like a little old man. Um, he is a super fun kiddo. Um, he's in the fourth grade this year. Very creative and just just tenderhearted. Um, and, and like I said, he's kind of, people say he's got a, he's an old soul. <laughs> uh, some of the things he says. <laughs> Just like straight out of the mouth of an old, just tree. an old man, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay.
2: Um, and then we have uh, two four-legged kiddos. We have Hero and Comet. They're our dogs, so that kind of rounds up our family there.
1: Okay, what kind of dogs are
2: they? Oh, they're they're rescue dogs, okay. so we we don't know really. Um, they're both um, clearly mixed breeds. <laughs> uh, Comet, we're pretty sure he's like a a yellow lab and a husky. Oh, okay. So um, it's like a – he looks like a husky with floppy ears. <laughs> and then uh, Hero is – I think he's probably a, a pit
0: mix, mix um, of some sort.
2: We think pit boxer maybe. Okay. So, yeah, they're both good boys. Good
0: boys. When you're not fundraising, what do you do yeah. for fun? What, you and the oh family. Oh, gosh. We, <laughs>
2: I'm going to sound like a total nerd. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> nerds are welcome. We like to play Dungeons & Dragons. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's like – once a week, if we can, um, we we like to play games. We're gamers. And when the weather's nice, we really love being out swimming, um, just being outdoors, a lot of time on the patio together. And for me, me and my son especially, we, we both are, are artistic, so... We spend a lot of our time, like he likes to draw and I paint. So Tell us um, about yeah. your paintings. I it's been, a
0: certain style, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um in and, and these specific paintings that are on display are part of a, a series. So I um I've been thinking a lot about how kids had been impacted over the last year. Um, I know adults, we, we're we resilient too, but kids are super resilient. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to, to capture that, like what kids have been doing. And so I started with my own kiddo, of course, and my niece and some photos I had. And I just started playing with some filters, really honestly, on my iPhone and found some, some of the images just look really cool when they were high contrast and just a little pop of color. And then I just kind of got obsessive about doing that um, and playing with that, and then uh, decided to try to paint some of those images because I thought they'd, they'd look really cool, like with, in acrylics on canvas. So um, then I just kind of crowdsourced people and said, you know, um, I would love, um, with your permission, to have some, some pictures of your kids, whether they're masked up, doing different doing different things, having a good time, having a bad day, you know. (laughs) Um, So I got all kinds of really interesting shots of kids, and I realized that they were all very solitary too, which kind of makes sense. The series is called All Grit. Um, Kids in 2020 and then I'm adding to the series soon I was able to get permission um, from my son's school and his teacher and they are taking uh, and parents of course Um, they're taking pictures in the classrooms and then I'm I'm working on some to kind of show what life is like in the classroom for kids so
1: Really yeah, neat. yeah mm-hmm. thank
2: you it's been really fun to do so yeah,
1: I've seen some like your pictures and your posts online so I knew like yeah. what you were doing but I didn't know like the story behind it and the series and stuff so that's yeah. really cool oh thank like you so tell me how you got started at the United Way
2: well you might want to buckle your seatbelt. okay I should have warned you <laughs> we're going for a little ride that's but it'll right. be all right <laughs> we, we like
1: rides it's all right
2: so um just to kind of give a little background, I spent many, many years working in, in retail sales, um, most of that time management and in Muncie in Indianapolis and back in in Muncie. Um, so so I hit my nineteenth Black Friday. Oh wow. And uh, 19th. I just <laughs> and you're like, this is a lot. <laughs> exactly. And I said, I just can't do this again. <laughs> just I had my son was going into kindergarten the following year and that, that work life balance. Oh yeah. I knew it was going to be really tough. I, I think I was just tired of doing the same thing. I mean, I loved my coworkers and customers. And, and I, I didn't have a lot of ability to like move up because that required moving. Right. And we just weren't ready to leave Muncie. I don't know that we'll ever be. Uh, and, and I just decided I want to do something different, and maybe have a little bit more community impact, mm-hmm. right? And so I just kind of made that promise to myself, just start looking. Don't be afraid. That was kind of where I started thinking outside of the box from what I'd been doing. And then um, we talked about that I'm an artist. I also realized I hadn't been doing any work for several years, but I decided now I was scared to stick my neck out there that (laughs) way too. And I just kind of said, this coming year, I'm going to just get my work out there. And so I really kept on myself to do it. Um, And one day, Brad, my husband, um, just showed me a Facebook post from I think it was Muncie Arts and Culture Council that said they're looking for artists for the Indiana Bicentennial project mm-hmm. um, where you paint these giant fiberglass bisons in in all the different counties and i just thought that really spoke to me i got really excited about it i was like upset i'm going to do this i'm going to be the artist what i didn't know at the time was that united way had been the the organization that convened um, partners in the community they were kind of tasked through their state association mm-hmm. with with being part of this project so i just want to make it clear united ways aren't in the art space <laughs> um, that's not what we do it donor dollars um, um, but but they just were able to bring like Mac, um, the city, uh, Minatrista, the community foundation of Muncie and Delaware County and, and kind of pull those folks together at the table. So I got I got that gig. Oh. Um, and as I was working on this bison, um, painting it to reflect our um, the history of our community, um, really it represents um, the people that were here before the white settlers came. Mm-hmm. The Lenape, the education and history piece there was really important. And I got to know the folks at United Way, first of all. The first day I went in to meet them, um, they all just stepped out of their offices and were so warm and enthusiastic about it. And, and then just working with them on the project, managing the project. Um, I started paying attention to their social media and what they did, because I've been giving for like years through Macy's, and I had really no idea what United Way did, right? <laughs> um, and I was like, wow, this really aligns with my project with things I'm passionate about in my community. And I thought I would really like to be a part of that. (laughs) So lo and behold, one day a job posting pops up and we're looking for a director of resource development. And I thought I have no chance at all of this job, but this sounds like I could do that. I looked at my sales background and realized that could translate. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know this is a long story, but I think if someone's out there that's listening Mm -hmm. and could say, you know what? Sometimes it doesn't sound like your skills can apply, but if you look. um,
1: You can find ways that that things apply.
2: And so my clienteling experience, my customer service experience seemed to really fit. Um, And so I took the chance. I just took my resume in one day and laid it on Jenny Marsh's desk and said, I'm not here about the bison. I'm here about the job. And her face was just like, I, I, <laughs> I was like totally surprised so I was like oh fast forward um obviously I got the job and I was so grateful that someone said I see how you can apply this to this job that was a huge huge risk too because I once I accepted the job I thought oh I've got to, I've got to do well I can't I can't fail now yeah. <laughs> I can't back out now, so. But it's been fantastic. It's a great, great organization. And um, and they're still super supportive of, of my art I do on the side, which is amazing.
0: Now where's the bison at?
2: Yeah, bison's in Tui Park. That's Toohey what Park.
1: I thought. Mm-hmm. Like so, you painted the bison in Tui Park.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that bison's name's Neolin. It means the prophet, which is a Lenape word. It's been out there since October of 2016. So I'm hoping to get out there and kind of you know give give him some TLC, catch <laughs> <laughs> him up a little
0: bit. <laughs> I think I saw all of them down at the Indiana State Fair one year. Um, probably yeah. probably that year. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember, but it was very cool. For the yeah. Bison. Centennial, yes, yeah, yeah, right. yeah I love that. great wordplay. I, mean, right? I love wordplay and fun, so I think it's
1: great.
0: And now it's time for the lightning round quick questions and quick answers. Number one question What's your favorite band or artist? The Beatles, okay. okay.
2: I
1: mean, that's not a band.
0: I mean, that's, that's it, that seems pretty basic. Are, you, are we talking uh, early Beatles, late Beatles, uh, all Beatles,
2: uh, uh, all Beatles, okay. and I love ELO too, but. You can hear the Beatles' influence there if you listen to them. Yes, I love true. all music, though. I don't... There is isn't a, a, a type of music that I don't like, some of it.
1: <laughs> Are you an early bird or a night owl?
2: Oh, night owl. Okay.
0: Stay up all night, huh?
2: Oh, gosh, yeah.
0: What's your favorite book?
2: Favorite book. I think that different phases in my life, that changes. But if I looked, like, overall, um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams.
0: I love that movie, by the way.
2: Oh, yeah. The movie's great. They did a great job. <laughs>
1: you ever met anyone famous
2: um not really um the only person I can think of um that's famous and uh would be Jim Davis hey, he of has, Garfield true. I mean he's famous and <laughs> just like a local proximity sure. so
0: what's your guilty pleasure
2: gosh I have a few of those donuts thrift shopping Heidi Hale jewelry okay <laughs> um <laughs>
1: I can't go on. I have That's lots of them. Great. Do you have a favorite donut?
2: Um, you know, I don't. I I am not. I'm not going to discriminate against any donut. I just don't want a bunch of cereal on the top. That's they get weird. A, if they get a lot of stuff on them, I don't. I don't need you know, like that. The but the
0: Captain Crunch
2: ones, huh? Right. I'll just scrape that off though. I'll eat that donut. I just,
1: my favorite donut is a just a plain glazed donut
2: classic classic
1: what's your favorite movie
2: favorite movie um it's a tie i love old horror movies like b horror movies so the last man on earth with vincent price is probably my top movie and that ties with star wars a new hope
1: might be some foreshadowing
0: for Uh (laughs) what's your hidden talent
1: Hidden
2: talent. That sounds really goofy, but themed parties and costumes. Okay. I um I can make some pretty fun costumes. I really enjoy doing
0: that. Hey, <laughs> so I you enjoy that. Halloween.
2: Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes.
0: Do you sing in
1: the shower?
2: No. I have a sibling who used to sing in the shower when I was a kid. And then everyone else in the family would like applaud her when she was done because it was like full opera and, you know, yell bravo. And I, I think I'm scarred from that. I don't, I don't. You're like, <laughs> you know,
1: yeah. I was like, that. no,
0: I'm not doing that. What about the car when nobody's around?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely in the car. Okay. Star Wars
0: or Star Trek? <laughs>
2: The hardest question to ask ever. I come from a Trekkie family. My grandmother had all the um, Hallmark Star Trek ships, the little ornaments, on her Christmas tree every year. Holy cow. So um, that part of me, I I love Star Trek. Next Generation was my favorite. um, But I will say the eight-year-old me (laughs) is like Star Wars all the way. I used to write Princess on my... papers in kindergarten because i wanted to be princess leia (laughs) my dad i shouldn't even share this oh my gosh and my dad even had the teacher talk to him and said uh, like why is you know why is she doing this and she needs to write her name on that my dad's like well she knows how to spell princess and she'll get out of that phase (laughs)
1: she'll figure it out eventually
2: (laughs) so i would say i'll go with star wars
1: okay What's your most used emoji on your phone?
0: Oh, definitely the la- the laughing, crying. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Really appreciate you coming in.
1: Yeah, thank you so
0: much. It was
2: really fun talking with you guys. No
1: problem. Thanks for stopping by the front. Bye.
0: Now, some would say you're a master negotiator.
1: I don't know about a master negotiator.
0: Where did you learn your negotiating skills from?
1: Well, from my dad.
0: (laughs) Well, tell me about it.
1: Well, my dad loves to haggle over prices.
0: Now, I do not love to haggle. I like to have a price and be, I can either afford it or not. But just tell me what the price is. Go from there.
1: Yeah, it's not my favorite either, but I do always I get a little thrill. Like, if, okay, so even if somebody's selling, but, this,
0: but you're on Facebook Marketplace, yeah, Facebook a lot.
1: Marketplace. They're so they're like, hey, I'm selling this for fifty bucks. I'm like, will you take forty? I don't know. It makes me feel like Scrooge McDuck, and I love it.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, but you get this.
1: I get it, honest, from my dad. So my dad who loves to haggle and maybe he'll listen to this podcast maybe not i don't know but he loves as i don't know if he still loves to do it but when i was a kid he loves to like he loves to wheel and deal and all those kind of the stuff.
0: art of the deal the
1: art of the deal yes so my dad i remember like he he was like dave ramsey before dave ramsey like yeah. he he would save up so he would have like cash like yeah. instead of paying a car payment he'd take what he would normally pay as a car payment and like put it in an account and then that's what we would buy a car with so it wasn't like we, we never bought like fancy brand new cars but we had okay cars but whatever so we he would take us all to like the car dealership or somewhere like that i don't know why he thought taking his two young kids now i know why he thought taking his two young kids to the car well, he dealership he did it on purpose, he did it on purpose he? because like our cute little sad little pitiful faces they're like look you can't say no to me i have my wife and kids with me or whatever
0: but what did he tell you before oh, you went to talk to the salesperson
1: every time before we go to the salesperson and this would go for furniture cars i don't know i'm sure other stuff i can't remember those are the two i remember uh don't act like you want it stone cold face do not show that you want this thing we can take it or leave it i do not care you don't care about this car like i don't care if you think it's the coolest car you've ever seen and this is the car you want and you just absolutely have to have it poker face do not act like you want this we can just walk out of here right now and i'm like okay that's what we do.
0: So you had your pedal full little faces. Our pedal
1: full little faces, but we couldn't act like we wanted this car. Me and my little sister Lisa. So we walk in there, and I remember this one time. I think it's when they were buying my Bonneville, which lasted forever, and it was a it was a tank of it was a, a car. Boat. It was a boat. It was a 1980 Bonneville, but oh wow! I drove it in 1996. <laughs> so
0: but he goes in there but he goes like, in
1: there and he's like i want this car and we test drive it and we like it. And he's like i want this car i have cash i'll pay for this car today i will fork over the money
0: but here's my price.
1: but here's my price i want it for some unreasonable i can't <laughs> even remember like it's not even like take a hundred bucks off it was like thousands of dollars i can't remember it was unreasonable low ball offer and the guy's like no i'm sorry we just we just can't really do that and blah blah, blah. he's like that's fine we, we can take it or leave it. It's fine. We'll leave. And the guy's like, okay, well, I'm sorry. There's nothing else we can do. And so we all, dad turns us all around and we walk away. And he's like, don't look back. Don't even look back at that car. We do not care. We don't want this car. And so we walk out, all of us, like little sad, little pitiful pit children <laughs> going and back. And then the salesman comes running after us in the running middle. Running after Run it. In the middle of, yes, out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I think we can do a little better or whatever all of that so yeah so my dad got whatever price he wanted i'm sure he got i can't remember because he had
0: cash in hand yeah here you go
1: exactly he did that i know when we were buying a couch one time he did that and we were i think we were a little older and we were absolutely mortified my mom will tell you like i was so embarrassed this was terrible but he got what he wanted and
0: i'm (laughs) sure a lot of our audience will uh will identify with your dad of the art of the haggle
1: absolutely now i will tell you how i haggle
0: yes how do you haggle
1: well one thing i just expect you to give me the best price out of the gate like don't make me go back and forth because i don't like to do that but when like when we bought my car or when we bought like my wedding rings and stuff like that the way i go in i'm like okay i have done my research this is the car i want this is like fair market value this is what i'm willing to pay can you meet me there Great. I'll buy this car today.
0: If not, you if put not, it on your po- pitiful little face and walk no. away.
1: Uh, yeah. I'll, I put on my, my, <laughs> my stone cold poker face. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I'll go buy it somewhere. I'll go do something else. I'll buy it somewhere else. I don't have to buy it here. I don't have to buy it today. I'll just walk away. It's fine. And nine times out of 10, I get what I want and they come around and I'm not asking for unreasonable discounts like my father, like reasonable fire market value kind of thing. And it works.
0: So you you learned this from your dad. I did. You thank, should thank him.
1: Thank you, Dad, when you figure out how to watch podcasts on your phone.
0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss.
1: Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss.
0: We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss.
1: If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765 233 2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show.
0: If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts.
1: Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at schaeferleadership.com.
0: Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone, gone boss.